everybody, and welcome to the Smart Mark Show. Uh, today is going to be a little different episode. We're still waiting on WrestleMania's card to be finalized a week and a day away, which is stupid. But um, here we are, sitting on our hands. So we have something have to have something to do. So we decided to do a top five of our favorite WrestleMania cards. Um, today it is myself, Spencer. Is it Glenn? And we're gonna go over, uh, you know, if, if we've got an honorable mention, we'll throw that out there. But we're gonna go five, four, three, two, one, leading to the everyone's favorite WrestleMania. But we're gonna fight along the way. We're gonna fight over <laughs> our favorite WrestleMania cards. Um, on myself personally, on my cards, I did put pre-show or Sunday Night Heat. Yes, children, there was a day when the WWE pay-per-views weren't on a streaming network. And you had a Sunday night show that was on basic regular cable on USA Network or Spike TV. And it led into the pay-per-view. And that's what I usually get to see as a kid. I didn't get to see most WrestleManias. Um, and it, just for, for um, transparency, the WrestleManias I saw... Uh, the eras of wrestling that I watched, I didn't get hardcore into it until about 97, 98. The Stone Cold, you know, when he got really big. Before Stone Cold, I watched wrestling. And even with the WCW NWO stuff, I was like, this is really hokey. I'm going to go watch real sports now. And uh, not the Brian Gumble show on HBO. I just didn't <laughs> understand the appeal of wrestling. And Stone Cold and The Rock made wrestling appealing to me as it did to many people in America um, and then I watched from then till about 2008 so about 10 years there and then I didn't start watching again until after WrestleMania 30 when Taker fell to Brock it gained it piqued my interest again I was like oh Taker lost that streak alright and then that following SummerSlam Brock beat the hell out of Cena and I was like alright let me start watching again because they want to do something different uh, so th there you have it. Like the last five years and then ten years before that. But I've went back and I've watched some stuff on the network. Of course you can watch rap videos on um, YouTube. But some of these through various wrestler podcasts have been uh, given to me. Just as like, oh, this match is great. This match is great. This is one of the greatest matches of all time. So you wind up watching the pay-per-view and, you know, you get bored, throw it on while you're cleaning. Whatever. Um, so I have some older ones. But you'll you'll notice... You'll notice my bias in my list. Glenn is a lifelong wrestling fan, so he has many more manias under his belt. Um, and I'll let's get started. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw out my honorable mention. Right off the bat, WrestleMania 12, because of two matches, Goldust versus Piper in the Backlot Brawl, and HBK versus Bret Hart in the Iron Man match that finished at 0-0. How crazy is it that they had their first televised hour-long Iron Man match, because these were usually kept for like house shows, live events, uh, is what they call them now, um, and they had it go to 0-0, zero, zero. then HBK got that cheap, you know, victory at the end, and it was like, this is, what? That's in insane. Like, they don't even think we have the, um, the patience or the attention span to have an hour-long Iron Man match now, but... but Back then, it was different, and they said, oh, these people have so much patience, they'll deal with a 0-0 score until it has to go to sudden death. So, that was very cool for me. Do you have an honorable mention, Glenn? I do. Uh, my honorable mention is actually WrestleMania 2. Um, okay. There were a couple of matches on here that were 
awesome and not only were these matches really good but this wrestlemania spanned three different venues um the simulcast yes you yeah. had uh hogan and his uh, match and that ver that part of the card were was in los angeles and then you had uh uh mula and uh uh nikolai volkov already the giant uh, the WWF versus the NFL Battle Royale took place at the Rosemont Center, and it kicked off in Nassau Coliseum. So I mean, you had different things popping. Uh, of course, this was the second WrestleMania, so they did make it a huge event. Um, this is the match where Mr. T boxed Piper. Uh, I love this match because when you see Piper in the ring and he's in T's face, he really is pissed. It's not a work. It's it's a shoot. It's 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 straight up. Piper's mad. Why is this actor from the A-Team coming in and stepping into his ring? Uh, when you see him chunk that stool at T, he takes a chunk of T's leg. I mean, he, it, it, it was brutal. Um, and, of course, you've got uh, the British Bulldogs and the Dynamite Kid uh, with Ozzy Osbourne in their corner um, versus uh, the dream team of Brutus the Barber Beefcake and Greg the Hammer Valentine. Um, Two of the most useless wrestlers ever. Yes, yes. That match went for 13 minutes. Of course, the uh, uh, Brutus and Greg Valentine won the belts uh, for that match. But yeah, WrestleMania two was my my big honorable mention. That's great. That's cool. Um, I really like that. Um, I was trying to choose some for history's sake. WrestleMania three, you know, the slam, and I, I just looked at them, and, and then I watched some of them, and I'm like, well, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Like I don't. I'm not even a fan of WrestleMania one. I realize it's there. It's like the the first one. But I'm like you, the 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 event, the MTV event that set up WrestleMania one had Piper versus Hogan. Why wasn't it Piper versus? I don't get it. Why was it a tag? I don't get it. Okay, whatever. My number five, because I'm such a taker, Mark, was Mania thirteen. I realize, I realize that there's some absolute booty stuff on here not com not too much but there's at least th two to three matches that are booty let me go over this let me go over the match card billy gunn beat flash funk flash funk is aka too cold scorpio um <laughs> yep that wasn't as bad as the next match headbangers beat the can-am express the godwins and new blackjacks for the number one contendership for the tag titles number one contendership match at mania that's something I miss. I miss number one contendership matches at big pay-per-views. Um, like, damn. Um, like, why can't Roman versus Drew McIntyre be a number one contendership match to face Seth Rollins for, or Brock Lesnar, whoever wins later on? You know, it's just, come on. Um, Rocky Maivia, the Rock children, uh, beat the Sultan, who would later on be known as Rikishi. That was cool. Like you watch this event and it's like, oh, this is this is pretty neat. Rocky Maivia had a lot of energy. He didn't suck as a wrestler. He never sucked as a wrestler. And Rikishi was awesome. He was always really good. He's a good worker all the time. So you know that was fun <laughs> to watch. Triple H with China beat Goldust with Marlena, who would later on be called be just go by Terry Runnels, her real name. Um, that was a good match. I love watching Goldust though. Obviously, WrestleMania 12, 13, uh, 11, like anything with Goldust on it. Like, I loved it, especially when they treated him right. Um, 
Owen, Hart, and the British Bulldog retained their tag titles versus Vader and Mankind in a double countout. That was cool. That was really neat. God forbid Vince care about tag team wrestling again. Um, this event, of course, is most known, and this is my second favorite match of the night, but quality-wise, probably the best match. Bret Hart got blood from a stone. Is Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in a submissions match with Ken Shamrock as a special guest referee? Like that whole sentence just wants. Come on, go ahead, go ahead. Um, Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom beat the Nation of Domination, and back then the Nation of Domination was Crush, Farouk, and Savio Vega. Yes, even I didn't realize that the Nation of Domination had a different lineup <laughs> before they got to D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry, and The Rock. So, I was thrown off when I went back to watch this, too. I was like, who is all these other guys? <laughs> Fruit, put that helmet back on. Get out. <laughs> um, and, of course, the main event. Undertaker versus one of the worst wrestling champions I've ever had, Psycho Sid. But Undertaker won the title. At WrestleMania 13, which is, the, you know, the unlucky evil number. And it was it was Undertaker. Oh, come on. It was his first championship win at... at, at um, at WrestleMania, it was so good. I loved it. I loved it so much. That's you know that match between Brett and Stone Cold, just the image of that flashing on a screen where that blood just pouring down his face, yeah. and he's up on his arms, and it's just wow. The, you, you can't get any more iconic than that. The the, the one thing that will that is random about the pay per view is it's from Illinois, oh. the Rosemont. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? By 13, you don't need to be in Illinois anymore for the for WrestleMania. <laughs> it's a big enough event. Get out. Anyway, your number five, Glenn. Your my number five was your honorable mention, WrestleMania 12. Oh, um, so good. This this was a really good one. Um, the first match we had up was the Body Donnas with Sonny versus the Godwins uh, with Hillbilly Jim. Of course, the Bonnie Bonnie Donnas won. Um, British Bulldog Owen Hart and Vader. With Jim Cornette. All right. All right. Versus Ahmed Johnson, Jake the Snake, and Yokozuna. Yeah. Of course, we see Mr. Fuji come out. This match was really entertaining. It was really good. Anytime you get to see Vader in the ring, yeah. um, it, it, it was just a, a really good match. Not, not only that, outside of the ring, you had the two two of the best, um, um, actually, of that time, because a couple had retired by then, probably the, the two best managers in the business at the, at the time, Jim oh, Cornette yeah. and Mr. Fuji. Oh, yeah. Mr. Fuji would get heat just by walking in a room. Yeah. Um, but, of course, you know, outside of the ring, he was a really cool, very nice guy, very sweet with the fans. You stupid sushi, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the British Bulldog team, of course, won that match. Then my favorite match of the card, Roddy Piper versus Goldust. This yeah. this match was really good. It was neat. Very good. I, I enjoyed it. Piper won. Um, the next match we had uh, Stone Cold, before he was Stone Cold, with the Million Dollar Man uh, versus Savio Vega. Any match I go back and I watch with Stone Cold when he's with Savio Vega, these two guys fed off each other. It was like watching Stone Cold and Rock wrestle before that feud really started. Savio Vega really... Uh, they complimented each other a lot. I really enjoyed this match. Stone Cold won the match. Uh, next up, we had Ultimate Warrior versus Triple H. <laughs> Squash with match. Sable. Which was... I didn't realize that. Huh? Okay. 
Uh, yeah, very much a squash match. Uh, Ultimate Warrior won. Of course, this is when Triple H was going by Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Uh, then, of course, you have the Taker match, Taker versus Diesel. Not a, not a bad match. Um, uh, two big men in the ring. Uh, I think, uh, in my opinion, this is some of Kevin Nash's better stuff. Yes. Um, anything other than WCW. I mean, he had good stuff over there, but... Uh, this match between him and Taker was a really, really strong, solid match. It wasn't just a squash match, um, and I enjoyed it. And, of course, the main event, we had Shawn Michaels with Jose Lothario versus Bret Hart in the 60-minute Ironman match, which was phenomenal. Um, the win went to Shawn Michaels, but it was... Uh, watching this match it reminded me of watching... Uh, some Ric Flair Iron Man matches with Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. I mean, it was on that kind of caliber. Uh, very good. I mean, this this showed that Shawn Michaels could go the distance. And I was highly impressed. I mean, it was kind of a short pay-per-view, if you look at it, but that 60-minute Iron Man match was just... That filled a big block of time. Oh, it stole, in my, you know, it stole the show. Piper's match is my favorite. Of course, I'm a diehard Piper fan, but... This match stole the show as far as uh, them lining up a really good main event. Yeah, um, I really liked that event too. That's why it was my honorable mention. It just got pushed, and it probably got pushed because of this next pay-per-view. Because I felt bad I didn't have any of the classics on there. And this next pay-per-view, this next WrestleMania, um, I'll name the matches and just the list of people. But this was really anchored by two big matches, even though there were several I liked. Several I liked on this card. Um, but let me just start going down. It's WrestleMania 7 from Los Angeles. Um, you started off with Coco Beware beating the Brooklyn Brawler. Yes, kids, the Brooklyn Brawler was on a Mania card. Um, the Rockers beat the Barbarian and Haku. Uh, that was a cool match. That was fun. Rockers, of course, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Genetti. Um, uh, uh, Texas Tornado beat Dino Brave. Dino Bravo. Bravo. Um, I forgot his name, and I had to like look it back up because I'm like, what was that shitty match? And then uh, <laughs> I, 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 only person I remembered was Jimmy Hart because he came out with Dino Bravo. Uh, British Bulldog beat the Warlord. Eh, it's a, uh, Nasty Boys with Jimmy Hart again uh, beat the Hart Foundation for the tag titles. This match was neat. And very unexpected to see the Fat Boys win. It's weird. Um, Jake Roberts beat Rick Martell in a blindfold match. I mean, just listen to the names I'm naming. It's, it gets better from here. Undertaker beat Jimmy Superfly Snuka, and that was awesome. Uh, Ultimate Warrior beat the Macho King, Macho Man, Randy Savage, in a retirement match. Uh, um, Tenryu and a legit sumo wrestler, Koji Katio, um, beat Demolition with Mr. Fuji. Demolition had Mr. Fuji. Uh, Big Boss Man, in a really good match, beat Mr. Perfect for the IC title. It's cool. Those those two guys, anytime they got in the ring was just fireworks. They, they play off each other so good. Perfect. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Earthquake with Jimmy Hart beat one of the most useless wrestlers of all space and time, Greg Valentine. Um, Jimmy Hart is on here so much. He, was, he came out with four different groups or singles wrestlers. Uh, LOD beat Hercules and Paul Roma. 
did not know they ever existed. Power and Glory was their tag team name. Uh, it, was, it was Legion of Doom match, and you know what that means. Um, Virgil with Roddy Piper beat Ted DiBiase. Uh, this had a really this had a cool story that went to it because I mean Virgil versus Ted DiBiase. Then Roddy Piper there to fan the flames. Uh, the Mountie with Jimmy Hart beat Tito Santana. The Mountie was next to the main event. Arriba. I didn't choose this for the match listings. It's just really cool to see all these Hall of Famers. <laughs> and then, of course, the big besides Ultimate Warrior versus the Macho King, for me, the biggest storyline was Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. Yes, after Sergeant Slaughter turned he turned against heel, the United turned States. Turned on yes. the U.S. You you can't you don't turn on the U.S. We're all going to grab the nearest two by four and start chanting USA, USA, yeah. <laughs> USA, USA. You know Jimmy Hart was a more fan friendly Paul Heyman because he had guys everywhere. Jimmy Hart managed everybody, whether it was heel or babyface. And when he come out with the heels, Jimmy Hart was a heel. Yeah, but God dang, that Paul Heyman doesn't do it all at the same time. <laughs> he spaces it out. He actually, you know, one to the next, one to the next. Yeah, he did. Jimmy Hart came out like six times in this WrestleMania. They need to have a shirt that says "I'm a Jimmy Hart guy." Yeah, exactly. Before he dies, preferably. Yes. Uh, what was your number four? four? My, my number four. Yeah. WrestleMania twenty. Uh, the show Ooh. kicked off, of course, with Cena versus Big Show, and Cena won the U.S. Championship. With that uh, FU, it used to be called kids uh, back in the day. The AA was called the FU, and him lifting up Big Show was a big deal. Yes, it was on the equivalent of of Hogan slamming Andre. Yeah, um, yeah. very very powerful moment to see. Uh, the next match we had Booker T and RVD versus Dudleys versus Garris, uh, Garrison Cade and Mark Jindrak versus La Resistance. Oh, I loved La Resistance. Uh, Booker T and RVD won the tag titles in this match. It's a four corners match. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch it. Whether you got the network or YouTube, go back. This match is phenomenal. And Booker T and RVD really worked together very well as a tag team. Um, next up, we had Christian versus Jericho in a squash match. Uh, Christian getting the win over Jericho, which was surprising. Yeah. Uh, didn't didn't see that one coming. Next up is probably my favorite match on the card, even though the team that I was rooting for lost. This was Evolution versus the Rock and Sock Connection. And in the ring, you had Batista, Orton, and Flair from Evolution go up against these guys. And this match was great. Um, the, the Rock agreed to bring back the Rock and Sock Connection with Foley because he wanted to teach Batista and Orton a lesson. And even though they lost, these guys had a bust-ass match from bell to bell. Um, uh, next up, you had a the the Playboy Diva match with Tori and Sable versus uh, Jackie and Stacy Keebler. It was your typical Monday Night Raw Braun Pennies match kind of thing. Uh, Tori and Sable won. Um, There's a reason why this is called the Women's Revolution because we went through at least a decade and a half of Braun Pennies matches. Yeah. Because, you know, female athletes are borderline strippers in Vince's eyes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, the next card was the Cruiserweight um, Battle Royale, if you want to call it that. Uh, Chavo Guerrero with Chavo Classic versus Akio, Billy Kidman, Funaki, Jamie Noble, Nunzio. Nunzio. He was no 
cruiserweight. Jamie, Jamie Noble. Nidia! <laughs> Nunzio was a cruiserweight. He weighed 70 pounds soaking what? He's so little. Yeah, but... He's uh, underage. So terrible. Rey Mysterio, Shannon Moore, Tajiri, and Ultimo Dragon. This match was stacked. I got to see Ultimo Dragon versus Rey Mysterio live one time at a house show, and it was amazing. The, there's a lot of good high spots in this match. Uh, Chavo Guerrero pulls out the win to become the Cruiserweight Champion. Um, next up, you had Goldberg versus Lesnar, part one, uh, with special ref Stone Cold Steve Austin. This match makes me sick just thinking about it. It is nothing like the Brock versus Goldberg we got we got just a year or two ago. Nothing like it. Yeah, this was, this was crap. They didn't know what they wanted to do with Goldberg, and he kind of got yeah. buried in his first run. This was the era of Triple H. Everyone got buried under Trip. Yeah, I mean, you, the Rock and Sock connection had to lose to Evolution. Evolution contained a sixty-year-old man <laughs> and a big old crab baby. And Batista and Randy should have been at each other's throats wanting to, you know, be the top guy. So they should have had storylines play in with it. I don't know. Stupid. Anyway. Um, next up, we had Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati versus the APA versus the Basham Brothers versus the world's greatest tag team of Haas and Shelton Benjamin. Ooh, love that tag team. Um, this was a really great match. Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati pick up the win to become tag team champions. Uh, we had Victoria versus Molly Holly in a hair versus title match. Very important. This is when Molly Holly's head got shaved. Yep. That was a good match. And that had something on the stipulation that mattered that made it feel... Because y'all, everyone knows, you know, a woman covets her hair. And to watch her sacrifice her hair for the for that build up, that story, it's... Oh. The, the whole storyline when it first started was, was fantastic. And Victoria... And Molly Holly are great in-ring talent. They weren't just the quote-unquote divas. Hall of Famers. Yes. If Tori Wilson's a Hall of Famer, Molly Holly and Victoria are two-time Hall of Famers. They, they need to be. Um, Eddie, uh, next up was Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. Um, Eddie retains the title in this match. Great match. Yes. Great match. Eddie and the Kurt shoe, had, The shoe trick. Yes. Oh, man. Great, great match. Uh, then we have, of course, our Taker match. Taker with Paul Bear versus Kane. Taker's return to the dead man. Yes. We all know how this turns out. Um, and then for the main event, we had Chris Benoit versus Triple H versus Shawn Michaels for the heavyweight title. And this is the first time in WrestleMania history that the belt was won via submission. Uh, Benoit locked in the crossface and Triple H tapped. And this is a big deal because Eddie came out there to celebrate with Chris because at the time these were two undersized guys. Now you look at the pictures of them, it's like, well, they're not undersized muscular wise, but like height wise, they're both like 5'10 or under, something like that. And it was, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Eddie came out to celebrate with Chris at the end. And it was, it, it was really good. And man. The, the friendship that those two had, I mean, it's sad that... It's sad what happened to both of them. Yes, very it's sad. It's sad Eddie's years of drug abuse eventually kicked that heart, and it's sad what the concussions took a toll on Benoit's brain, causing the early-onset dementia, which caused the tragedy that everyone knows about. And I don't need to actually explain it. <laughs> 
But yeah, that was my favorite match on the car was that main event. It was just it, so good. Uh, my number three is, is really close to your number four. WrestleMania 19 from Seattle. Um, uh, I would start with a thing they used to call Sunday Night Heat. Um <laughs> Chief Morley, a.k.a. Val Venus, and Lance Storm beat Kane and RVD for the tag titles thanks to the Dudleys. Um, Kane and RVD, uh, RVD's a good tag partner. He works with anybody. I would have loved to seen Jeff and RVD be a real tag team. Yeah. Um, I think I saw them tag once or twice, but that was it. Uh, Matt Hardy, version one, with Shannon Moore, the MFer, beat Rey Mysterio to retain the Cruiserweight title. Because, yes, Matt Hardy was a Cruiserweight. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Taker beat Show and A-Train in a handicap match because Nathan Jones couldn't learn how to wrestle. I remember I went to a house show March 8th right before this WrestleMania 19. It was on my birthday. It was really awesome. It was in the Battle Auditorium in Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. And they had a match, Undertaker versus The Big Show. And I got to see that live. No, it was Undertaker versus... No, it was Undertaker versus someone else he wasn't in a feud with, but Nathan Jones came down to help him, and uh, then it became a tag match. So I got to watch Nathan Jones wrestle, and in a tag, he wasn't awful, but you could tell if he was in that <laughs> ring too long, it's like, oh, God, he doesn't know what he's doing, oh, God. Because I, I know it wasn't Big Show, because the main event of that paper, of that of that, of that night was Brock Lesnar versus the Big Show, because um, Kurt Angle had a broken neck. Yeah, and Kurt Angle wrestled this main event, this WrestleMania, with a broken neck. Um, Trish Stratus beat Victoria for the women's title. Great match. Uh, Team Angle, one of my favorite tag teams of all time, uh, beat the Lo beat Los Guerreros, another one of my favorite tag teams of all time, and Benoit and Rhino, because they were teamed up together, I guess ECW stuff, for the SmackDown tag team titles. Team Angle, such pricks, but I loved them. Um, that's why I still love Shelton Benjamin. Uh, HBK beat Y2J. <laughs> Uh, this was uh, this was pretty, pretty good. It was not as good as their later feud that they'd have later on in Jericho's yeah. career. Um, Triple H beat Booker T to retain the Raw title in a racist match. Um, the the I mean, listen, the, everyone knows that that promo. Yeah, everyone knows the racist promo. Um, the Hulkster Hulk Hogan beat Vince McMahon in a really good uh, no disqualifications match. It was bust ass. Like, oh my god, it was so good. It was so good. Uh, I love that match. It was the best match I've ever seen the Hulk in. Really. It's the best match I've ever seen Hulk Hogan have. Um, the Rock beat Stone Cold in Stone Cold's last match. And that match was bust-ass. It was so good. The Rock was so good. Stone Cold was so good. And it was touching to see The Rock you know, give those final words to Stone Cold as The Rock leaves the ring, leaving Stone Cold in the ring. For one last time. I just got goosebumps saying that out loud. That's how much I loved it. Brock beat Kurt for the SmackDown title. And that was the end. Of course, I won't mention that he missed the shooting star press. It's not his fault. <laughs> Kurt told him before the match to do the shooting star press. And Kurt wasn't close enough to hit the shooting star press. That was all on Kurt. And he has admitted that on interviews before. So that is my number three. Glenn, what's your number three? Uh, my number three goes to WrestleMania 26. Oh, snap. I oh. didn't want that one. <laughs> it was a good one. The show kicked off with Show Miz, Big Show and the Miz, versus John Morrison and Ron Keelings. I mean, R-Truth. <laughs> Took my gimmick. Um, show Miz wins and unifies the tag team titles, which was really good. Big Show, this was when Big Show was doing his ha-ha funny comic stuff in the ring, the showster and 
uh, Shonan the Barbarian, and I wish they'd kind of let him do that again because it was funny. He's really entertaining. Um, next up, we had Randy Orton versus Cody Rhodes versus Ted DiBiase Jr. The legacies fighting each other. And this match was phenomenal. Um, I can see why Ted Jr. didn't last long, uh, but uh, Randy and Cody really uh, kind of carried this match. Uh, of course, Randy Orton getting the win. Then we had Jack Swagger versus Christian versus Dolph versus Drew McIntyre versus Evan Bourne versus Kane versus Kofi versus Matt versus MVP in a Money in the Bank ladder match. Anyone remember MVP? No. <laughs> Montel Vontavious Porter? Yeah, and that's why. All right. Yeah. Just checking. Uh, surprisingly, Jack Swagger won the Money in the Bank. Hey, he just won his first MMA fight. He was he was he was a badass, and he did the whole "We the People" after he won. I'm like, is this fixed? <laughs> oh yeah. What the hell is this? Jab, Vince. Jab. Um, uh, the next match we had on there was Triple H versus Saint Sheamus, and you know, just a singles match. Triple H getting the win over Sheamus. This was pretty good. Um, Sheamus has gotten better since then, but. Uh, in my opinion, but th this was a really good match. It carried its own. Uh, my favorite match on the card because I just like Ray is Ray Mysterio versus CM Punk, and Punk came out with Luke Gallows and Serena, which was really. I was like, oh crap, yeah, Gallows. You know, this is post his uh, oh. Franks and Beans day. Oh, Festus. Biscuits and, and gravy. Oh, good Lord. I hate Vincent Man so much. Uh, Ray got the win over Punk. I, it was just, in my opinion, an epic match. Um, anytime Ray gets in the ring, he always does his best to make it Hell entertaining. Yeah. Uh, the next up, we had Bret Hart versus McMahon in the nose hold barred lumberjack match. I love it when old wrestlers go to beat up their <laughs> old boss. Oh, this match was great. Uh, one of Brett's brothers was a special enforcer on the outside of the ring with the other Lumberjacks. It was a good match. Um, I think he took a little bit more frustration out of Vince from the Montreal Screwjob. <laughs> I know I would have. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had Chris Jericho versus Edge for the heavyweight championship title. Chris Jericho getting the win over Edge. That's really cool. Yeah. These two guys had really great matches, too. Yeah, you... you, you once you listen to this podcast, you guys go look up clips of all these matches that we're talking about. Uh, anytime you see Christian get or uh, Jericho get in the uh, the ring with Edge, they brought out the best in each other. Uh, it might be a Canadian thing, but I don't know. These guys just really always entertaining. I think Chris Jericho brings out the best in a lot of people. Him and Kevin Owens, especially. Yeah. Um, Next up, we had Alicia Fox, Layla, Maurice, Michelle McCool, and Vicky Guerrero versus Beth Phoenix, Eve Torres, Gail Kim, Kelly Kelly, and Mickey James in a 10 Diva tag match. Uh, of course, Team Alicia Fox won. Nah, it was okay. Yeah. Hmm. yeah it, it, Vicky Guerrero shouldn't have been on there, but you know, whatever. Uh, John Cena versus Batista for the WWE Championship. This match was kind of good. Kinda... That one, big match. John beats uh, Batista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of good. Batista. Well, it's Batista. Um, and then, of course, the main event was 
Undertaker versus John, uh, Shawn Michaels in a no DQ match. That match is is where I'll give it to you. That is one of the best matches I've ever seen Taker have. That was yes. their first bout, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's when you know Taker got the win, and of course Shawn had to retire. He lost his smile yet again, and he was away from the ring for a long time. Got to put a chain on that smile, man. Yeah. Um, I, I I enjoyed that match card listing, and uh, there's uh, I do enjoy the Taker and Shawn Michaels match. Um, I never got into CM Punk. I never thought he was that good. And yeah. Batista, he does a powerbomb really well, but outside of that, it's hard to like his matches. Um, my number two, since we're getting close to the end, my number two is it's very recent, and I'm sorry, it's WrestleMania 34 from mm. New Orleans. Last year's WrestleMania, that match the match card uh i loved pretty much all the finishes let me just go through um matt hardy won the under the uh giant battle royal thanks to a returning bray wyatt from the lake of blah blah um <laughs> the lake of restoration or whatever it is um and uh, they formed a tag team and that was really perfect everything about it was perfect and Dolph Ziggler didn't win and i was really happy about that um the soul of 205 Live beat the heart as Cedric Alexander beat Mustafa Ali for the Cruiserweight title. So good. Oh, so good. Uh, Bailey won the totally not moolah battle royal for uh, no push at all that year. Um, Seth Rollins beat The Miz and Finn Balor for the IC title. Finn Balor, of course, came out with members of the gay and lesbian community and wore his Balor is for everyone rainbow shirt. That was a cool moment. Um, Miz, of course, is a good bad guy, and Seth Rollins was uh, still on fire. and He was on his way to calling himself Monday Night Rollins because Brock would never show up. Uh, Flair... Beat Charlotte Flair. Let's not get confused here. Charlotte Flair beat Oscar in an amazing match for the SmackDown Women's Title. I really wish this had been reversed and Oscar would have won, but hindsight's everything. I I still don't actually know in the moment what they were thinking, but I guess they just wanted to swerve us um, and not have that. One thing about Mania is the rule is every title can't change hands. Yep. So let's go into this WrestleMania thinking the same thing. If you think Kobe's gonna beat Daniel Bryan. And Roman's going to beat Brock, or whoever's, who's fighting, Seth is going to beat Brock. Think again. <laughs> One of them, they're keeping their title. Um, Ginger snuck away with the U.S. title versus Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, and Alexander Rusev. Um, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rowdy, Ronda Rousey, beat Stephanie McMahon and Triple H in a really cool tag team match that was set up to be, in the beginning, Rock. And Rousey, but eventually became Kurt and Rousey. That was cool because Kurt's a real wrestler and Ronda's a real fighter, and their pairing is neater to me than the Rock and Ronda. I realize Rock is more star power, but the athleticism and the legit threat that Kurt and Rousey pose to anyone in any match is way more entertaining to me. Yep. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers, because they were a thing for about seven months, uh, beat the Usos and the New Days as for the tag titles on SmackDown. Taker beat Cena in a much-deserved squash match after Elias took an AA for his troubles of trying to you know, answer John Cena's call. John Cena had begged Taker to show up, and there was no guarantee that Taker was going to show up at all. And then Taker showed up, did all of his greatest hits to Cena, and then left. And I was like, this is great they treated taker great and look there's two old guys that we want both all wanted to see in the ring but we didn't want to see them get over on a younger talent this is a great way to handle it 
Uh, Daniel Bryan returned to the ring after many years hiatus and thinking he would never wrestle again to tag team with Shane McMahon to beat Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a storyline that had been set up for at least six months. Um, and they did really good. It was a yeah. good, good payoff. Uh, Nia Jax beat Alexa for the Raw Women's title, then quoted stuff about bullying or something, and then within three months she was bullying again, mm-hmm. like herself. So, you know, Nia Jax is a piece of shit. She's useless. And she's only there because of The Rock's mom. Same mm-hmm. with this WrestleMania. Uh, AJ beat Shinsuke in a, a great strong style match for the WWE title. We got Asuka and Shinsuke in championship matches at WrestleMania. This will never happen again. This was a fan's WrestleMania. Um, Braun Strowman and Nicholas, that little kid from the, from the crowd, <laughs> beat the bar for the Raw Tag Team titles. So uh, Braun Strowman is allowed to do literally everything under the sun except for win the WWE Championship. And so. Brock beat Roman Reigns the hard way to retain the WWE, the Universal title. Yeah. I love this. I loved the whole pay-per-view. And I realize it's recent, but it doesn't mean the match card isn't things of fantasy. Like... Sure, would I rather have seen AJ and Shinsuke in the last match? Okay. But I was conditioned over WrestleMania's past that the last match isn't going to be your best match. It's going to be the match with your biggest appealing star. Which why Charlotte versus Becky probably wouldn't have been the main event this year if Ronda wasn't a part of it. Because of the appeal she brings to it. Oh yeah. But I learned that. So anyway, Glenn, you're number two. Then we'll do a co-op number one. My number two is WrestleMania 18. Um, I really. Ooh, that was the NWO. Yeah, WrestleMania. Uh, the pay per view kicked off with Albert Rikishi, Scotty Tuhati versus Lance Storm, Mister Perfect, and Test with Jacqueline as a special referee. Uh, Albert Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati pick up the win. It was a pretty good match. A you know. Two thirds of too cool. I mean, it was it was pretty pretty good. Odd fact: too cool never appeared all together. I think Mm-mm. at Mania, like I had one um, that I was gonna put on here, and it was almost my honorable mention, but it had Steve Blackman time tagged in with Grandmaster Sexay, and I'm like, what the, f- what happened over these years? What always happened to, you know, Brian Lawler or Scotty Too Hot? I don't know, whatever. Um, next up was the Intercontinental title match between RVD versus William Regal. Great match. Good. William Regal is one of my all-time favorite technical wrestlers. Yes. This guy knows how to put on a bust-ass match. Yes. Um, DDP versus Christian for the European title. That's neat. DDP gets the win. Um, a lot of people don't remember DDP's run in the WWE. Uh, it was very short-lived, and of course the whole inspirational speaker gimmick thing didn't and he had the Undertaker with his wife situation, but yeah, he went from creepy stalker to inspirational speaker. I don't know if the fans knew how to take that. Yeah, I don't think Vince knew how to take that either. They should have just copied him from Ready to Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, that would have been great. Um, DDP picked up the win to take home the European title. Then we had Maven versus Goldust in a hardcore title match, and we got the swerve. Spike Dudley comes out and pins Maven for the win. Yeah. It was good, interesting. Good little Spike. And I love Goldust in a match ever, so yeah. Spike Spike Daly took a beating. Uh, that, always. He, he always got his butt stomped. Um, in a singles match, we had Kurt Angle versus Kane. Very good match. Yes. Uh, they complement each other well. Kane uh, 
this was probably the best shape he's been in was around this time between WrestleMania 18 and up until maybe two years ago. Uh, we've got Undertaker versus Flair in a no DQ match. This was a great match. The build up to it was great because uh, Taker went after Flair's son. Yes, uh, David Flair uh, in a in a training facility. I assume OVW, but Taker beat the hell out of him. This was Taker in the biker gimmick still, but he was badass. Uh, uh, Red Devil, Big Evil. Yes, yes. There's a really cool spot in the match where the camera looks into the crowd and you see a young Charlotte sitting there. Yeah. Which was kind of cool to see no, going back Dad. and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we had Edge versus Booker T in a singles match. Edge getting the win over King Booker. Uh, then we have the Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Scott Hall match. Of course, Kevin Nash came out with Scott Hall. This was... Scott Hall's not the strongest worker. No, he's not. I liked this match, but then again, it was kind of, you know, the original plan wasn't Hogan and The Rock. It was Stone Cold and Nash, but The Rock, or Stone Cold and Scott Hall, but The Rock came out with Hogan and kind of jumped the gun. If you go back and you watch that storyline, you, you could tell that what was supposed to happen didn't really happen. So that frustration with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall against Hogan about this whole rock thing, they were really kind of like, what the hell did you do, man? Why did you do this? Uh, this was not a bad match. It wasn't a good match. But The Rock and Hogan is the probably yes. most electrifying match they've ever had in, in WrestleMania history. Yeah, oh, I, I have to agree with you. Uh, next up, we had a Four Corners Elimination match for the Tag Team Championships. We had Billy and Chuck... Versus the APA. <laughs> that was so hard, so difficult to watch. I loved guys. them. They're so good. Oh, uh, APA versus the Dudleys versus the Hardys. This was a great tag match. Chuck Palumbo was a really good worker. Uh, rest in peace. Um, him, him, and Billy had had. Uh, they, I mean, it was awesome. Like they didn't even need that gimmick. That no. gimmick definitely helped them. But they didn't need it. They were a good tag team. Billy Gunn's a, one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. Oh, hands down. Uh, up next, of course, we had the big electrifying The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. And you could feel the energy. Watching it on television, you could feel the energy that was in that stadium. It was phenomenal. Electrifying. Um, I, I just It blows my mind that they were able to do that type of caliber, caliber match with Hogan. It was, I just, I loved it. From bell to bell, I loved it. Um, next up, we've got uh, Jazz versus Lita versus Trish in the triple threat for the women's title. Jazz gets the win. I had to go back and rewatch this match because I don't remember Jazz. I remember Jazz. She's a bitch. <laughs> And, of course, the main event in this one was Triple H versus Jericho with Stephanie in his corner uh, for the uh, undisputed title. Triple H getting the win. Good match. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had my own issues with 18, and I never even got into Hulk Hogan. Like, I, I don't, I, I never got into that. But I know one thing that we both got into because we have the same number one. Because every wrestling fan usually that got to watch this pay per view, uh, at least got to watch it live, um, has the same number one. That's WrestleMania 17 from Houston, Texas. Um, mm. 
Uh, I'm going to run down it. Uh, X Factor defeated Grandmaster Sex A and Steve Blackman. Oh, yeah, that was 17. All right. I remember that it was a weird pairing. Just Incredible and X-Pac were X Factor, by the way. And they had a weird little Kid Rock song in the intro. Uh, Y2J beat William Regal in a really good wrestling match for the IC title, Intercontinental title. Taz and the APA beat the Right to Censor in a fun match. I loved the Right to Censor. I thought they were a great heel stable. Um, Kane beat Raven and Big Show and the entire locker room in a hardcore title match around the entire arena, which is one of the most entertaining things you'll ever see. It includes golf carts, throwing people through huge plate glass windows. So good. Eddie Guerrero beat Test for the European Championship and actually made Test look competent, so that's a win. <laughs> Uh, he might as well be, you know, both champions at that point. Uh, Kurt Angle beat Chris Benoit and tore the house down in a bust-ass match. Yes. Bust-ass match. So good. China beat Ivory of the right to censor for China's first and only women's title run. Shane beat Vince in an amazing match with Mick Foley as a guest referee. Like, it was so good. Shane had just bought WCW right up from under Vince McMahon. And it was, ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, Edge and Christian with Rhino beat the Dudleys with Spike and the Hardys with Lita for the tag titles in TLC2, one of the greatest matches in wrestling history. Yes. If not the greatest. The Iron Sheik won the Gimmick Battle Royal. It's for old timers. <laughs> Hit all the marks, you know. Uh, the Undertaker beat Triple H in a beat ass match. They busted everywhere. Triple H- uh, Taker was in his biker gimmick. He went up for the last ride. Taker or uh, Triple H hit him with a sledgehammer in the forehead. It was great. Everything about that was great. And then of course Stone Cold versus The Rock and possibly their best match. Um, even though Rock was going to do the Scorpion King, Stone Cold turned heel. Got some color on The Rock. He Stone Cold joined Vince. It was all weird. So weird. No one saw this happening. Nope. This this pay per view is the the best ever. Uh, this, this Stone Cold turning heel was Bizarro World. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. So that that's our top five. Now we had the same number one, um, WrestleMania seventeen. Uh, if you would like to tell us that we're wrong and there's a better WrestleMania, <laughs> go ahead. You can find us on all social media at Take the Studios. You can also find us individually if you hate our chances or hate our choices. If you hate that I made that joke about the Brooklyn Brawler. I am at SYCO1316. I am at Joker ha 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 79. Don't forget, Glenn loves Seamus. That should be enough to get a hate tweet. Um, uh, also, uh, please share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Please comment on it. Subscribe to it. Uh, let people know about us. We're on all social media, or we're on all podcasting platforms. If we're not on one, uh, and you 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 tell us about, uh, tell your friend about us, and they're like, "Hey, this show doesn't exist," then let us know, and then we can get it on that platform. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, by this time next week, we have the WrestleMania card because everything is crazy. Uh, Triple threat match. First pin, one title. Second pin, another title. I'm already speculating that for the women. It'll probably change by Monday, so I'm speculating it now. Yeah. Bye. Get this smell. What the rock is cooking.